darker. I wish that I was darker, but the sun didn't hit. Yes. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. Y'all, welcome me back. I'm Amanda Seals. Welcome back. Who are you? I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible, and I'm also back. You're back. I don't have a tan, though. I see that. Yeah. What were you doing? I mean, I was in L.A. in a house. I was in the house. You was in the house? I mean, I did go away for a little bit, but I came back and was in the house. Even when I was away, I was in the in the <laughs> Where'd you? Okay, well, we're going to talk about vacations later. Yeah, yeah. Um, more importantly, today is National Kitten Day. Okay. It's been a very toxic week, so mm-hmm. I feel like we need to just start with some, like, joy. Um, it is National Kitten Day, and I have two new kittens. You do. So that, that means you're at a count of four now when it comes to... <laughs> I, don't, I don't like your tone. <laughs> when it comes to the cat. <laughs> My neighbor, I told her I got two new kittens and she was like, but you already have two cats. Right. <laughs> like, I feel like that's most people's response. Like, oh, wait, you have more animals now? Yeah. Because people that have animals know like one animal is a handful. So to have multiple just in general, just like, oh, you really love the, you love the people. You love the kittens. I do. Their names are Jedi and Mando. Mando is short for Mandalorian. All right, when are you going to do a cat reveal on the... You notice I haven't done one, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's other things that we're working towards revealing, so... Okay. But maybe, okay. you know what? The Patreon will get the kitties. Okay, I'm sure they like, what the cat say? People love a little, a little pet video. They do love a pet video, and I did actually do a Patreon video about uh, Kiki Palmer and her child's father. Okay. And his antics. <laughs> um, people were like, why aren't you, you know, talking about it? And I was like, I mean, fine, I'll do a video. And it can go on my Patreon and you can see it there. And then people were like, why are you talking about it? And I'm like, because I live in the world. Freaking world. Yeah. That's why. So there's that. Um, But also, Jeremiah, we have so many things to talk about today. We do. So later in the show, y'all, we're going to talk about everything that's going on with the Supreme Court. While we were gone, the Supreme Court (laughs) kicked in the door, waving the fofo. Well, waving an AR-15. Yeah, yeah, that's more American. That's right. And we're going to break it down, y'all. All throughout the show, we're going to talk about the various rulings that came out from the Supreme Court and give our take on it because we know y'all want to know. Plus, the new app, Threads, from Instagram, passes 300 million signups. We're going to talk about that. Amanda already talked about on her, her Patreon, but we got to talk about Kiki and her baby daddy on the show, too, because I have thoughts as well. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not on Patreon. Yeah. Um, we got a big up let down, but first, y'all come this hour. We got 60-second headlines. We're going to break down the whole situation with the Supreme Court ending affirmative action, as well as talk a little bit about Essence Fest and maybe the new direction of Essence as a whole. Hmm. Yes. So all yes. that's coming up this hour. It's a lot. It is. It's yeah. a lot. This is a, a really, show. this is a packed show. I'm really excited about this show. I'm really excited about people that are excited about the show. People have been, you know, DMing and texting and mm-hmm. saying that they're listening to the Amanda Seals show. And so I feel like, you know, we've got, we've got a, a little bit of a um, momentum going. Mm-hmm. All right. So tell your friends that they need to check it out. You can catch the show. Even if you don't live in a city where we're on the radio, you can check out the podcast every day, wherever you get your podcast. Remember, you can give us a call one eight five five amanda 8 and share your thoughts about really anything. If you have something you learned this week, you know, we do things I learned this week on Friday. Yep. If you want to share your thoughts on the Kiki and the B in the BD of all that, because I know everybody got thoughts. Um, hit me up. Uh, but ultimately, we're just happy to be back. We are. We're here for y'all. We're here for y'all. And it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. See Amanda Seals show. show it's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist amanda seals i'm here with jeremiah like the bible and it's time for black ear news I, it's i'm rusty 
see. All right, what do we got? What do we got? Because I, you hear how I like I have an up energy. Mm-hmm. I know that it's about to get dampered. Well, I, like I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about Supreme Court rulings all throughout the show. So up first, we're going to talk about Supreme Court gutting affirmative action in college admissions. So as you guys know, the Supreme Court ruled that colleges and universities can no longer take race into consideration as a specific basis in admission, a landmark decision that overturns a longstanding precedent that has benefited Black and Latino students in higher education. So it was a vote. Um, by Chief Justice John Roberts, who wrote the opinion for the conservative majority, six to three, saying that Harvard and the University of North Carolina admissions programs violated the Equal Protection Clause because of, they failed to offer "quote unquote" measurable objectives to justify the use of race. I mean, it's getting crazy out here. So it's you know, crazy. There were people that hit me up um, saying that this is actually not taking away affirmative action. Basically, saying that what this is is kind of more so just, I guess, like putting the bumpers up, like on a bowling alley, you know, like okay. for how we imply affirmative action. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately when whenever we see them doing things like that, it's because they're trying to narrow the way that positives for everyone but white people get applied. Got it, got it. That's what it, inter- that's the way that it interprets mm-hmm. to me. I think the other thing that happened is that a lot of people just kind of ran with this and um, really on both sides didn't really know what affirmative action really is. Mm-hmm. Right. Like there were people that I know that are really for black people that really thought affirmative action was like, you know, we just going to make space for black folks. Right. Um, you know, and we're just going to put black people in these positions that mm-hmm. we pluck from, you know, Obscurity. the bottom <laughs> and, the reality, though, is that on the other, uh, well, let me just say, then the other side, of course, is the people who are like, why should black people get priority and who, you know, that? why do they deserve these spots? Right. So I just want to very, very succinctly lay out what affirmative action really is and okay. who actually benefited from it. Right. Let's do it. Affirmative action is really simply just the concerted effort to expand mm-hmm. admissions in spaces where it has been limited based on the historical preference for white males. Mm-hmm. That's it. The whole purpose of affirmative action was not about just looking at the individual and them using race to get into the school as their experience, right. but more so about identifying and broadening, identifying folks that are outside of their normal, very myopic focus mm-hmm. who do fit the criteria. Right. And that's the part that I think a lot of people have missed. Affirmative action was not about simply throwing some other non-white folks in the school. Mm-hmm. It was about identifying the non-white folks who have the same, if not better criteria than the white folks who are already there and giving them the same access that they never would have had, had someone not opened a space for them to have a priority. I agree. And I just want to say to the Asian people that got on the bandwagon, Played yourself. Supremacy. They don't like y'all either. Played yourself. They'll never like y'all. Congratulations, you played yourself. And they never, they never liked y'all. And they only like y'all right now because they're using you. They're using you. And maybe you're fine with that. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe. But shout out to you. the AAPI folks who are like, this is a BS, mm-hmm. you know? Because the reality is, is that there was a time when this country had quote unquote yellow fever. Mm-hmm. And they were talking all kind of mess. I don't know if you've ever seen the, the anti-Chinese propaganda at yes. the turn of the century, yes. but it is bonkers. Mm-hmm. And when they put the Japanese people in internment camps. Remember Do you remember that? that? I remember that. Y'all might not remember that part, but I remember that part. But you know. <laughs> I 
America. We'll be right back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy, like the Bible. Let's keep this Black Red News going. All right, Amanda. So while we were going over the past weekend, you know, Essence Fest went up down in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, people on social media had some mixed thoughts about kind of like the direction of where Essence is supposed to be, you know, with people like making the style and performing with the you know hot girl booty <laughs> it, it, was, it was a very different like you know take on the usual yes because usually i don't know if you've ever been to essence i haven't so essence fest is really it's um i mean it's classy right. but it's not stuffy right. by any means I mean, but yeah, I we think, think girls trip you know they get a little loose still yeah like it's a getaway <laughs> and i think it's a getaway for a lot of black women who want community but mm. like maybe outside of a church setting right uh but you know there's a music element there there's a culture element there there's mm. just a lot of really um curated content for like black women mm. and the black women that typically are at essence in my experience are between like 35 and 65 i was gonna say for like you know uh, uh um i'm a mature group like yeah. it's, it's not like y'all going to like you know the booty club at well, yeah we <laughs> we're definitely not <laughs> y'all not standing in line for the free before 12 no y'all beyond those moments <laughs> and i just feel like it was um it was a good time where you you weren't trying to go to Bella Noches, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you could meet people that you never would have met before, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. it's a national. Right. Everyone's coming together to congregate as black women. Um, but to uplift black women. Yes, yes. And I don't feel like in a respectability politics kind of way. No, because I think you said to your point, it's not like stuffy. It's not like we're in our suits. We're, we're the uppity black women. It's like, no, we still, we're we, we the homegirls. We're homegirls of a particular age now. Like, yeah. We're not running the streets the same way. But there's been people that had stuff to say about this essence. Like yes. Indy Iree mm-hmm. had things to say. Um, you know, uh, just the internet's always got things to say. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was a whole kerfuffle because basically Essence had what's called a clean zone, which means that any businesses that are within a certain zone in the district are not able to do business Um in any way that would conflict with essence. Interesting. I did not know that. And so even if you put on the flyer, like this is happening at the same time as Essence Fest, like basically Essence Fest is like went around and like shut down these. Yeah. yeah. In New Orleans. And, you know, some people were very like, you know, I get it because why, like, why would they be doing business at the same time as a festival of this magnitude? Like, why are they using their logo, et cetera? But I think if we're talking about a festival is supposed to uplift blackness like why would that even be something you would put in place because people are like it's business it's business and i think the biggest thing for me is always like at what point does its business interfere with its culture Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. also look the brand of is so it's so massive like that little small little business does not go shake the table that much if we're being honest I think ultimately, if you're going to be about black people, you have to be about black people. I agree. So anyways, I would love to hear from you guys because we're going to talk about this at length Mm -hmm. on Thursday's group chat show. Um, But I really want to get from you guys, like, what do you feel Essence the brand is Mm -hmm. at this point? 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. They said that they want to be for everybody now, uh, all kinds of black folks. But I'm just curious as my listeners, like, 
What was Essence to you before and what is it now? Has it changed? Is it the same? Has it expanded? I would love to hear from you guys because I think Essence, particularly as a black woman's brand, really does have a long history and I'm, I want to know where it's at for y'all. one 855 to 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. Let's talk about what we were doing while we were gone. While we were away. Yeah, what were you doing? Well, you know, y'all, I finally did it. I made it. I went to go see Usher in Vegas. You did! I made it. I'll be your goose. I did not get sung to. I was about to ask. That was, I'm not on that list of people. Okay, But okay. there is a long list of people. Yes, yes. And we're going to talk about one of them later in the show. Yes, we will. Kiki Palmer. Yes. Um, but I was happy I went because, you know, I made a whole TikTok about it. And it's been going up because... The crux of it was that, like, I stopped waiting on my friends to go do stuff. Yes, that's right. Like, during the pandemic, when it first announced that he was doing his residency, I was like, oh, yeah, let's go. We should go. We should go. You know, people always like, yeah, we should go. We should go. We should. Until it's time to start (laughs) doing stuff. Planning. And then it was two years later. I'm like, (gasps) and time goes by fast. You're like, dang, it's been two years. I'm like, you know what? Forget y'all. I'm going to go buy a ticket. I'm going to go buy my hotel and buy my flight and go. Am I about to go see Usher by myself? You should go. It's a great show. It's a great when I say, I'm, I, just to be very clear, I'm not really into concerts that much because like, oh, I'm we, a big concert we standing girl. around, music. I feel like I really like it. Are there seats? Oh, there are seats now. So it's, okay. in a, it's like in a theater. So it's like, I can okay. sit down. But that standing, no, it's too much. No. But when I say Usher gave like a great show, like production wise, like as someone who like just loves like performance, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like the dancers, the, 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 the theatrics, the production. Yeah. I'm like, okay, y'all, have, y'all spend a little coin on this. Okay. Also, the catalog. Well, baby, the catalog speaks for itself. You be thinking you know the catalog, like the catalog, the catalog, and so you like literally are singing hoarseness. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> hoarseness. Come on, and the mic was on. The mic was on. The Amanda. mic was on. So, so shout out to Usher Raymond. Okay, U S H E R R A Y N O N D. Maybe tell me what you want to do. And like apparently, well, not apparently, it's true. Steph Curry and Aisha was at the show. I went to. Oh, cool. Pat LaBelle was there. The show. Yes, Patty. I'm like, oh, everybody's in the building tonight. I might have. I don't know. Y'all, I haven't been on the radio for a week. I've been cursing so much. And I have to, you heard me, I've had to catch myself twice now. <laughs> My fault. But I may have to just go. You should go. Got- you know, I'll go anywhere by myself, which drives Devon crazy. 20 out of 10 would recommend. All right. All right. Because I don't think he'll want to go. He got to go. We'll see. Everybody loves Usher. Everybody, who doesn't love Usher? Mm. Touche. Touche. How did you, how would you spend your vacation? did I spend my vacation? Um, I went to Cabo. Mm. I was there for two days and I hated it. Okay. And so I left <laughs> and I went to Cancun and I, that, that's what made me feel like I made it Okay. because I could leave somewhere that I didn't like and Two go cities. somewhere else. How far is Cancun from Cabo? On an airplane? Mm. Five hours. Okay. Because I was living on the opposite side of the country. Yeah. Sir. Yeah. Five hours. And that's what made me feel so American. That was like, oh, yes, it's on the opposite side of the country. And this is a big country. And I'm I'm thinking like, oh, it'll be an hour. Yeah. No. Now I think about it, you're right. Because people on the East Coast usually go to like Cancun. Yes. On the West Coast, go to Cabo. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. Uh, but and people might be wondering like, why didn't you like it? And it was more so just because I felt like it was Vegas. <laughs> I wanted to relax and they was in the pool like I can see that Vegas is really much that's my first time going it's very Times Square it's so sensory overload like okay and also I just realized like I like tropical and it just wasn't tropical it's not 
Cabo is not tropical. No. It, it's tricky though. You like, oh, it's yeah, they, it's the beach. Yeah, they planted some palm trees. No, we are in the desert and you can't swim in the ocean. So I went to Cancun. I had a really beautiful time in Cancun um, just at the resort. And it was just a very, um, I wanted it to be more relaxing and it wasn't. Well, anyways, that was a trip. I'll talk more about it on Patreon uh, eventually. Yeah, because I, of course, got footage. But that was the trip. And uh, we're going to get into six second headlines because <laughs> some of these stories are a trip. Yes. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time. Well, what's your name? I'm Jeremy, like the Bible. Oh, that's right. And it is time for 60 second headlines. <laughs> Go, go, go! All right, first up, Amanda. Entertainment Tonight takes the ratings leap to tie with Inside Edition for the top magazine slot. In stories I really don't care about. <laughs> we should care about this. Multiple shark attacks have been reported off of New York shores. 50 sharks have been spotted at one beach. Why are y'all swimming in the beach in New York? That's the bigger question. <laughs> like, you go to the beach in New York, you don't, like, swim. Yeah, the sharks are out there. They're out there. 50. Uh, also, we talked about the story with Governor Abbott in, in Texas banning water breaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With AP reports that 11 people between the ages of 60 and 80 have died of heart-related issues since the, the ban. The way that these folks genuinely could not give two dams about actual humans is shown on a regular basis. All my Texans, please make sure to get out and vote and get these people out of office. And take your water break. <laughs> if you can have one. Uh, last up, we got Tina Knowles here in Los Angeles. Unfortunately, her house was burglarized, $1 million in cash, and bling was stolen. This is really scary because remember what happened with Clarence Avant's wife, who actually lost her life during a burglary mm-hmm. at 70-something years old? Like, they're targeting elder folks. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that I, well, I'm ho- I guess if it's a burglary, that means she wasn't there. Yes. Right? A robbery means you, you were, were there. <sighs> but nonetheless, um, one million cash in the house. Miss Tina is that girl. <laughs> Let me find out. Miss <laughs> Tina is BMF. She said, "That's just the stack right <laughs> She's here." She's like, ready. "We just got that stack on this mattress." Okay, Lawson. Well, that's it. That is it. For Those six are your sixty-second headlines. I'm gonna tell you now. You got that kind of cash in the house. I don't know what I don't know what y'all doing. Beyonce's on tour. She said, "Let's sing a little something, B. Sing a little something, <laughs> and send it in once." <laughs> Uh, hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We've got the big up let down when we get back right That's here to right. the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine. Amanda Seals here. And Jeremiah, I like the Bible. And uh, we've been gone, mm-hmm. but we're back. Like, like we, we left something. Left. What did we leave? Black Year News, we left. Yeah, we left birthdays. Mm-hmm. Um, today is Christopher Play Martin's birthday. When you, you said Christopher who- Play Martin, I was like, <laughs> Christopher Play, play Martin. Play of Kid and Play, house yes. party. And let me just tell you, I saw the house party uh, film on the plane. The new one? Well, like, I would had the option of watching it, and even on the plane, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> I couldn't. And it's also uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor's birthday. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, incredible actor from 12 Years a Slave and Kinky Boots, and he's British and just amazing. So, 
He's British. <laughs> you know what movie I tried to watch and couldn't watch? Which movie? The remake of White Man Can't Jump. Why would you try? Why would you do that to yourself? I was just like, let me just see. Let me just see. Some things are just better left. It's like heroin. I don't need to try heroin to know it's not good for me. I was like, I, I see. I see enough. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into Black Hero News. What do you got coming up this hour? Well, like you mentioned earlier in the show, we've been breaking down all the things we've been that we missed when we were gone, including the Supreme Court. So when we were gone, they hit us up with a bunch of rulings. So this hour, we're going to talk about their ruling on student debt, student debt relief and what Joe Biden can do to fix it. You know, turn the ship around because I need this debt relief. Well, some people thought that like all is lost and we're here to tell you that no, not all quite. options have not been exhausted. You know, we'll see though. You know, they always say that, and then they be like, "Actually, J.K. Plus, we go talk about Threads, that new app from Meta. It passed 300 million signups in less than 24 hours. Are you signed up, Amanda? We'll get into it. All right, and plus, we got the big up let down. Now, don't forget to call and share your things I learned this week. I love hearing things that you have learned this week. Y'all have had a whole week last week. To get your things I learned this week for this week. So hit me up, 1855-AMANDA8. That's 1855-262-6328. We'll run them back on Friday. So hit us up. Now, remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere. We actually were talking last hour about Essence Fest and um, talking about just the brand of Essence, yes. right? And every Thursday, you know, we do group chat Thursday. We're going to talk about it at length on Thursday. And we want to get your point of view. What do you feel the brand of Essence magazine? Like, what does it mean at this point to you? It has it changed or shifted since when you grew up? You know, a lot of people feel like things are going in a different direction than they planned. And some people really like the direction. I want to hear from you all. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Time to listen, laugh, and learn as we get into hour two on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And uh, let's get into some Black Girl News. Well, in case y'all didn't know, hopefully y'all do know by now, but if you didn't know, by a vote of six to three, y'all, the Supreme Court of the United States justices ruled that Joe Biden's administration overstepped its authority last year when it announced that it could cancel up to $400 billion in student loans. So the Biden administration has said that as many as 43 million Americans would have benefited from the loan forgiveness program, almost half of their borrowers would have had all of their student loans forgiven, including me, y'all. Um, but Chief Justice Roberts over at the Supreme Court wrote in the court, in Biden versus Nebraska, characterizing the decision as a straightforward interpretation of federal law. Um, Kagan dissented in the, the opinion, along with Justice Sonia, Sonia Sotomayor, as well as Justice Kentanji Brown-Jackson. Y'all, we're not going to get the, we're not getting a, a student loan for forgiveness at this point based upon the Supreme Court. But all hope is not lost, Amanda. Well, just a side note, last hour we talked about the affirmative action ruling, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson wrote an incredible dissent. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that folks is really out here reading dissents like that. But if you want to read just a really incredible piece of writing about just like race in this country, um, it's really worth taking the time to read. She even gets at Clarence Thomas, like, don't sleep on Katanji Brown Jackson, y'all, please. Because in her hearing, she's very, like, demure and chill because she was just like, I'm not like, I'm not going to let you ignorant white people, like, muss me up. But, honey, she came for him. She's an academic. She said, listen. She gave him a Columbia curse out. That's what I call <laughs> a curse out that doesn't involve any curse words, but definitely takes it to the ground. Right. Um, and also, in her, uh, Sotomayor, I think, that wrote the dissent for the student loan plan, but usually when these Supreme Court justices dissent, they start with like, or they end with like, I respectfully dissent. <laughs> all of these, because we're going to get into the next one next hour, is uh, they're all like, 
I'm dissenting because this has no grounds in actual logic or justice or the Constitution. So they ain't playing around. They're making sure that on the record, you know, that they actually have done or their best in, in trying to stop this foolishness. Now, I want to point something out about the student loan forgiveness. Real quick, I just want to say this is a country that constantly bails out corporations. Yes. And it bails out corporations with money mm -hmm. that could go to the people. Yes. So it's not necessarily with taxpayer dollars. In some cases it has been, but there is a trough of money that it's, ends up getting budgeted for different purposes. And when we see corporations or like the banks getting bailed out or the PPP loans, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. All of that came from budgeted money that was bipartisanly agreed on to help these corporations and these PPP loans get provided for so that people could, you know, whatever, not go down under. Right. I think. What do you think? Recently, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez mm -hmm. um, voiced support of Biden for president. Okay. She has been very vocal about the necessity for student loans to get to get um, expunged. Mm -hmm. And she was also very vocal about the fact that Biden had not exhausted his options and right. that he needs to exhaust all options. So I think that she got confirmation either directly from him or through, you know, Hakeem Jeffries, et cetera, that made her feel confident in saying, okay, something go happen. We, this is, this is, this is the person I can get behind. Okay. Okay. AOC. So we, we'll see. That's we, my theory. We love a theory now. We love a theory. <laughs> uh, when we get back from theories to threads. Yes. Meta has a new app, Amanda. <laughs> I don't know if you signed up for it, but we're going to talk about people it. Signed up. We're going to talk about it because I didn't know we needed a new app, but we'll get into it. All right. Are y'all on? Are y'all on threads? Hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. How do you like the app? We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up. We interrupt this program for an important news flash. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. What's up, y'all? Jeremy, like the Bible. Let's get into this next Black Hero News. All right. So in social media news, Meta launched its thread social media platform last week, and over 30 million people signed up in the first 24 hours, Amanda. The number has since grown to more than 700 million within the first two days. So the number is likely to grow quickly as more Instagram users and social media fans open accounts on threads. The biggest challenge you get, though, is Elon Musk, who obviously owns Twitter. And there has been a, there's been a series of other um, competitors as well. You know, they have like Spill now that's that's going out on the streets. But I don't know how I feel about this because we already got Twitter. They made the Spill app. Now we got Threads. This is, this is a lot of places we ought to give y'all opinion about stuff that I need to hear about. <laughs> a lot of a lot of platforms. Here's the thing. Um... Okay, it's like I signed up just because I thought that you needed to sign up so that you don't lose your name. Okay. Um, but I'm with you where I just feel like I don't know that I want another place to have to hear people. Mm -hmm. And that's just, but I do know that there needed to be, there needs to be an, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There needs to be an alternative to Twitter. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's time to go. Because Twitter, I don't know what Twitter is at this point. Twitter's just like there at this point. I mean, I feel like all these apps right now, we're in a weird um, phase of social media where I feel like all these apps have have reached their peak or are have reached their point of re relevance. Like even Instagram, like people, we kind of on Instagram because we own Instagram versus like, I love Instagram. Like Instagram is the place to be. Even like with Twitter, I think TikTok is still like new and fun. 
but a lot of these apps, I feel like they've reached their potential and I feel like we're waiting for a new phase of social media mm. that, that we haven't had yet. Okay, but okay. But we're still like in the old phase. So it's like now it's like we just inundated with, with platforms. I think there's definitely truth to that. You know what, too? We have never been in a we've never I don't know that we've really experienced a phase change like I think in the beginning there was MySpace and then like that didn't last that long like very quickly things evolved to kind of push MySpace out and then we've kind of been in that same little bubble for a long time but I'm curious just to see what happens with threads because I've seen a lot of people basically saying like, let's keep it nice over here. Like, let's not let it get, you know, messed up and ghetto. And of course, you know, that's not going to happen. I I can tell y'all that now. If y'all went for the internet to be nice and pleasant, you go be. Well, look what happened with Clubhouse. (laughs) A long time. You know, Clubhouse, (laughs) I feel like started out as like a place and space for chit chats. Mm. And then I remember. Uh, one of the young ladies who used to work with us said that she got called a coon on Clubhouse and right. she swore by Clubhouse and she never went back. Well, even with Clubhouse, Clubhouse had like a new kind of format too which made it interesting. Uh, yeah. Versus Threads is like, it's just Twitter. Is it? I don't know, I'm not on it, but based on, every, <laughs> but based on everyone else's uh, thing and also Elon Musk, they're trying to sue Mark Zuckerberg because they're like, you stole our idea. And you took some of our employees to make this idea. Well, no, we didn't take some of your employees. <laughs> That's what he said. We hired, <laughs> we actually hired people who had been fired. We hired unemployed individuals. That ain't what Elon's saying. Elon's saying, you know what? Let, let them rich whites <laughs> fight amongst themselves. Ah, 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 Yeah, let them fight amongst themselves. We don't got time for that. But I am not going to be on threads for now. I cannot promise that I won't eventually right, step right. into the space. But as of right now, I'm just like, I need a I need a break. If I join threads, I got to let something else go. I can't have most, all these apps on my phone. I mean, I just went back to Facebook. Facebook is really just there for me to like say to the people at home, like, I'm alive, y'all. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all, I'm alive. Look, y'all. All right. Well, what are y'all doing with threads? Are you on there? Do you like it so far? What don't you like? Do you think it's a waste of time? I want to hear your thoughts because mm-hmm. ultimately I'm still amazed that radio is still continuously thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, is is threads going to be a space that continues the element of Twitter, like, continuing that Type of communication, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, just don't steal my name. I know I ain't on there, but don't take. I don't think people can steal your name because when you sign up, it connects to your Instagram. Oh, yeah, so y'all can't even steal it. Look at that. Yeah, I found that out when I signed up. Um, Hit me up, 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. We've got the big up let down when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up let down on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And I'm Amanda Seals. Amanda, the people have been waiting for a whole week for this. I know. So now it's time for yours. Big up, big up. All right, let's get into the big up, big up. Y'all, today's big up goes to the principal who withheld diplomas in uh, Philadelphia. Remember the young lady was dancing and then the principal put her diploma in a basket instead of her hand. Well, y'all, she got cut. Lost her job. Yes, Lisa Messi, the principal at Philadelphia High School for girls who went viral after denying not one but two black students their diplomas because they well, one danced across stage, the other one blew a kiss at her family and the audience chuckled. And she felt like that was just a show of insubordination and actually said, no, 
that they are not going to get their diplomas. I don't know where these people come from. I don't know who empowers them and I don't know why they're there, but I'm glad that she has been removed. All right. Because the reality is that at, I believe, and I will continue to say this, that's a day of joy. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to be in joyousness with us, hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. What you say? That's how I feel about that. <laughs> Speaking of Ray Charles, uh, another big up is that people spotted Jamie Foxx on a boat. Waving. Yes. So, y'all, that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. That's a good sign. All right, today's... Let down. Y'all, the found cocaine in the White House. Found cocaine in the White House. Yikes. Okay? Now, here's the thing, though. They found cocaine in the White House, and everybody... Not everybody, but so many people were like, it must be Hunter Biden! Right. It must be. And I'm just like, wow. Do y'all think he's just, like, hanging out? At the White House? Because what Biden didn't do is hire his entire family as his staff. Mm-hmm. Also, mm -hmm. apparently the cocaine was found in a room that's like clean, that's like swept every hour by like social uh, secret, secret service. service. And Biden and them wasn't even there. Right. There was at Camp David. So the letdown is to the fact that there was cocaine in the White House and I think it was planted. You think it was planted? Yeah. I think a staffer fell out in one of their pockets by accident. Well, because that's the thing. I'm like, <laughs> how much cocaine are we talking? Are we talking like a Ziploc baggie? Right, right. Are we they talking about like a little hit? You know, like. They didn't specify. Are, what are we What are we saying? What are we saying? But you know, the reality is that <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because DC feel like a hard place to work. I was going to say. It's a hard place to work. So, you know, I'm not even sure if this is a real letdown. But <laughs> the fact that it even made it to the news is the other part. Like, this wasn't kept, this couldn't be kept under wraps. Mm -hmm. It's narco. That's why I feel like it was planted. Ah, okay. Okay. Like, they're in the White House. You know how hard it is to get into the White House? Like, there's right. so much that happens in the White House that we never hear about. Right. Why would we hear about this? You're right. You might be on to something. Listen, y'all. Y'all know what it is. I be knowing. It's a that is today. Big up, big up. Let down. Give me a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8 with your thoughts. 1-855-262-6328. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And y'all, thank y'all for listening. If you missed anything so far on the show, you can always check out our daily podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Plus, we're taking your calls <laughs> all day, all week at one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. And Amanda, we actually have a caller who has their who has thoughts about cocaine being found <laughs> in the White House. Let me go to the phone They got line. thoughts about cocaine. Uh, Amanda Seals, I find it very disruptive in my spirit, man, that they found cocaine at the White House. But they said all this stuff about they had a war on drugs, <laughs> a war on drugs, but they found cocaine at the White House. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. You know, that sounds like America online to me. What kind of parties are they having up there? Is it a gangster party? Is it a Republican party? Is it a Democratic party? 
I mean, what what's going on? That's what Marvin said. What's going on? I find it very offensive. I remember growing up as a little child watching uh, Ronald Reagan on TV saying, this is your brain. No, they had a commercial. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? We had the D.A.R.E. program. Uh, now, D.A.R.E. stands for drugs are really expensive, but you can get them. I just can't believe that they found cocaine in the White House. I don't even want to call it Washington, D.C. No more. It needs to be changed to Denzel, Washington, D.C. Because... <laughs> That type of behavior is uncivilized. What are these people doing? I'm not going to talk about this anymore, man. I just need to get that off my chest. Thank you very much. Yeah, I play too much. <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked right here. <laughs> the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We Show. We're up, we're up, we're up. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy. I like the Bible. And uh, did you know that on this day in history, on July 10th, David Dinkins, David Norman Dinkins became the first black mayor of New York City. So from 89 to 93, he was born on this day. Okay, so he didn't become mayor on this day. Right. He was born on this day. And today is the anniversary of Apollo 11, mm. which is the mission that first put a man on the moon. Neil really? Armstrong. Neil There's Armstrong. a great film called The First Man mm-hmm. uh, with Ryan Gosling. About Neil Armstrong. Is Ryan playing Neil Armstrong? Yes, he is. Okay. It's a really great film. And the soundtrack, like the score <laughs> itself. I'm saying, y'all know I'm weird. Like the score itself is awesome. Is the movie good though? That's what I just said. It's a great film. Okay. Well, can you start going to the, the score? Because you know, sometimes you're looking at the score, you're like, the movie wasn't that good, but the score really captivated me. I feel like people may say that about a soundtrack, but not a score. That's true, because it's so in tied to the action movie. Okay. Yeah, but the score, it's just like Bill Street could talk. Like, I actually listen to the score just like just an so album. <laughs> yeah. Jeremiah, stop laughing at me. I'm laughing, but I do stuff like that, too. That's why I'm <laughs> I love a good behind the scenes of a movie. I'm like, how did y'all make this? I really need to watch more BTS. I love a, a BTS situation. The whole time watching the movie, I'm like, how did y'all do this? <laughs> like, I want to see the BTS of Little Mermaid. Like, how did y'all make this girl, like underwater I mean I saw some stuff just that she posted mm-hmm. and she was like this was very stressful <laughs> did you see the thing where she had like the uh, like weight on her head yes I'm like what was going on <laughs> at the Disney and then like, when I tried to do her like hair flip when I was in uh, Mexico baby props take you out I, I'm sure I sprained my neck. You probably did. Lord. And you didn't have as much hair in your head. I know. Imagine them thick, thick Ooh, lives. child. All right, well, what do we got coming up for Black Red News? We're going to continue our three-part series on the Supreme Court rulings while we're away on vacation. Yes. We did a lot. Yes. We talked about affirmative action. We've talked about um, student loans. But now we're going to talk about the Supreme Court ruling in favor of a Christian web designer in Colorado. Plus, we got to talk about, you know, my girl Kiki Palmer and her baby daddy. We got to do and it. And this whole Usher concert, respectability of <laughs> dressing. It's a, it's, it's a lot to unpack, Amanda. It's a lot. And we're going to talk about... my baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about the things we did while we were away on vacation. So, stay locked in. Stay locked in, y'all. We got more for you right now, all right? Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Sound to listen, laugh, and learn. So, don't go anywhere. 
Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals. It's your boy, Jeremiah, like the Bible. And let's drop into some Black Heart News, JTB. No, JLTB. <laughs> that sounds like a sandwich ad. We're going to see our three-part conversation about the Supreme Court rulings while we're away. So up next, Amanda, we got to talk about the Supreme Court's decision to, to um, support the Christian web designer in Colorado. So if you guys didn't know, the Supreme Court's decision in favor of a Christian web designer in Colorado to refuse to create websites that celebrate same-sex weddings out of religious obligations concluded while we were on vacation. In a 6-3 majority, the same 6-3 majority that been doing all the decisions. Same, same. Same, same. The justice agreed that the Colorado cannot enforce a state anti-discrimination law against the Christian web designer, Lori Smith, who does not want to create wedding websites for same-sex couples because doing so would violate her First Amendment right to free speech, which is... <sighs> which is all a lie. We don't believe you. You need more people. Okay, so one, I need y'all to understand that this never happened. Mm-hmm. So first of all, she was never asked by right. a same-sex couple to make a website. Mm-hmm. So the reality is that this is a grievance that was hypothetical. hypothetical. And the fact that it made it all the way to the Supreme Court is incredibly mm-hmm. frightening. The reason it made it all the way to the Supreme Court is there's one person I really need to I need to find that the information and come back to y'all with it. But there's literally like this one man who is funding these cases. Yes. There's like an alliance. Like yes. A, a right wing alliance. And they're funding these cases to undermine just there being groups that are supported because really the effort that's being made right now is there, there really is a real push for a fascist um, government. Okay. Mm-hmm. My theory is that there are people who are making, who are funding these, these laws that will narrow the, the spaces of freedom in this country okay. so that the people that, have felt wronged by other people being free now feel like, look who did it for us. Right. These people did it for us. If you are a part of a fascist dictatorship and you have something that you can offer them, then you become valuable. Mm -hmm. And the thing about a fascist, a fascist dictatorship is that it, rules on just its own decisions. Like it does whatever it wants. Right. So like when you have like Ron DeSantis walking around saying like, if I become president, I'm going to get rid of the FBI. I'm going to get rid of the IRS. I'm going to get rid of the department of education. You have some people who are like, Oh wow, that's amazing. What they don't understand is he will then replace them with factions that do the exact same thing, mm-hmm. but that he is the only sole ruling party right. over. Right. So when I see something like this, I see that there's such a bigger picture at work of like what's being tried, what's being attempted to happen. And the fact that it was done over just a simple lie right. is inc- should be incredibly frightening for folks. We have a Supreme Court that literally limited freedoms because of a lie. Now, some people are like, well, she should have the right to decide who she wants to do business for. Fair. Right. However, when we start discriminating against people for reasons that have nothing to do with your business, mm-hmm. That's when we are now outside of our constitutional freedoms as Americans and her creating a website for a married couple or for a same sex couple that says these two people are not getting married is not the same as saying I endorse gay rights. Right. That was like the crux of their argument. too. they were trying to trying to differentiate whether like while they argued under the First Amendment, like, is this like a for instance, if I went to a. Uh, the Coca-Cola building. They sell Coca-Cola, which is a product. 
is her web design a product or is it an extension of her? They tried to say it's art. You're right. It's, since this is art, it's basically her quote unquote endorsing this okay. thing. That, that was the argument. The funny thing about all this, Amanda, is the fact that apparently she ain't never made a website. So that was what I was that, coming to next. That was the- this is all theoretical. She's never made a website. She, I when don't I even think. I'm said. like, this woman hasn't even been on Wix. So what are we doing here? What we're doing <laughs> is literally creating laws based out of theory. Right. We're creating laws based out of just the air. Mm-hmm. And the laws that are being created are incredibly debilitating to the advancement of this country as a safe space for everyone. When people talk about the gay agenda, I just want to say something very quickly. People talk about the gay agenda all the time. The gay agenda, the gay agenda. They're trying to turn everybody, they're trying to turn everybody gay. That's why they have gayness everywhere. They're trying to turn everybody gay. And what I need y'all to really understand is this. The quote unquote gay agenda that you speak of, where you see gay and members of the LGBTQIA plus community in a much more visible fashion, Mm -hmm. is not about trying to turn everybody into anything because you can't turn anybody into anything. Right. What it is about is saying that you all need to know that people exist like this Mm -hmm. in far greater numbers than you have been led to believe. And thus there should be an, an acceptance and a normalization of the realities that these are human beings just like you. To me, that is what the gay agenda is. The gay agenda is simply just wanting to undo the efforts that have been made by patriarchy to create an other that doesn't deserve the same rights as everyone else. And I think that if we look at it that way, you will really come to understand that that's not any different than what was happening with black folks. Mm-hmm. People don't want to hear that though. They and by the way, that. like when Obama got pre- president, if you don't notice, we saw a, a very large drop in black representation on television, et cetera, because I think there was a concerted effort to say, whoa, 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 they've gotten too comfortable. It's always a backlash. Always. Um, but you know, I have a lot of thoughts on this and, I'm sure we'll talk about it more of the week. But when we get back, we got thought we gotta talk about Kiki and Baby Daddy. Thank Kiki. We'll be right back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like about the Bible. It was time to get into some black hair news. The second the second black hair news story today, which is the one that's been on the tip of everybody's tongue. Yes, and I'm already laughing at this because it's literally just crazy. So Amanda, keep you know, it swift. People already know the story. Yeah. So you know, I was at the the Usher concert. Yes, you were. But I did not see Kiki at the Usher concert. No. When she was being serenaded by Usher, Usher. and her baby daddy did not like it or her outfit. Basically, quote tweeting her pictures and like, why are you dressed like that? You're a mother. And social media did not like it, Amanda. They came to her defense very quickly. Like, why are you publicly addressing? First of all, Kiki Palmer, but also the, the 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 mother of your child and your partner on the internet over something like this. They thought it was misogynist. They thought it was stupid. And they thought it was immature. You know, people really are protective of their like faves. And I know you have thoughts as well about this whole scenario. I share my thoughts at length on my Patreon. So you can go to theamandaverse.com to hear my full point of view about this. But on a very basic level, uh, People have been like, oh, why are you guys talking about this? Why is everybody talking about this? Well, one, he brought it into the public sphere. Yeah. So there's that. There's That's one. People are mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't, y'all shouldn't be talking about nobody else's relationship. Well, <laughs> he should not be talking to us about his relationship. Yes. So there's one. Two, um, I've noticed that a lot of people simply don't know how to identify harm. Okay. Like so many people just were like, I don't see why y'all making a big deal about this. He didn't do anything wrong. How, wh- why? 
How did he not do anything wrong? He literally publicly shamed his 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 baby mama. No, girlfriend. his girlfriend. Yeah. His girlfriend. Partner. That's the thing. You're in a relationship. Right. Then there was a lot of jokes about the <laughs> fact that like, don't nobody know who you are. Yeah. So nobody know who you are. Now, and I don't think that that matters personally. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like. But you set yourself up to be to get that when you are public with a public figure. Also, it ain't like people don't like people love Kiki Palmer. Like she's like America's sweetheart for the most part. Of all the people, like you don't even know. And let me just say this: you do something like this in public, you doing even more in private. Mm-hmm. So I, this is probably this ain't even a red flag. This is probably a scorching hot, <laughs> bursting in flames flag. My favorite thing about this though is Kiki's like ignoring this ignored whole thing. this whole thing <laughs> except for saying I have merch. I have merch. I have merch that says I'm a mother. <laughs> I just think it's so tacky, and he's no different than his tacky brother. Ooh. And his brother had the nerve to open his tacky mouth trap Ooh. on Twitter in 2019 to come and disparage me Ooh. about something that he ain't had nothing to do with. Ooh. And so you know, like brother, like brother. Now how did brother get in it? <laughs> <laughs> Two cornballs in a pod. Well, I mean, you know, maybe if you go to the Usher concert, you can get sung to. I don't want to get sung to. I should go sing to you. He's not. I'm not famous enough. If he's sick, he's like, I'll be your girl. He's not. I am not famous enough. He's just going to be like, he he may give me a head nod. (laughs) He may be like, oh, what up? I should let it sing to folks. Listen, I mean, I can understand if he was upset that she was like dancing on him and whatnot. But I think the other part of it is this is a production. I was going to say, also, if you know, first of all, Usher has like a whole like wife, I think, or a partner. It's just theatrics. Right. It's the, and Kiki is a show person. Like yes. they're both like playing. I mean, I'm, sh- I'm absolutely sure she's like, I like Usher. I like this song. But this is a show. You give people, the people a show. Because why would she just stand? You mad because you at home. <laughs> That's what's happening. You could have came. I invited you. You could have came. Corny. I hate corniness. Do you know that mm. about me? I didn't know that. I really like it gets my goat. I really thought he was joking, Amanda. I was like, he's just kidding, y'all. He just kidding. I was waiting for the JK and then he sent a follow-up tweet was I, like, with the essay. Essay. Then deleted the Instagram. And the, Apparently uh, he Twitter. didn't delete well, it. He uh, deactivated and came back. I just want to say before we go into the next break that I think the biggest part about this that is just so annoying to me is that like this is irredeemable whackness. Like I don't know what decision she's going to make about how they move forward and I don't know how he's going to like correct this but this is the type of thing where you have to really say to yourself like is this somebody that I want in my life because she's only going to get bigger. She's only going to get more famous and it doesn't get any easier to deal with. Mm -hmm. So when you show it like this at this point baby how you going to handle it? Can you handle it? <laughs> no, you can't. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And y'all, we know it's just Monday, but we love Mondays because mm-hmm. on Mondays we get callers and you can call us at 1-855-262-6328. That's one 855 Amanda A. And we even asked y'all to tell us what you want from a presidential candidate to get their votes. And people have actually done it, Amanda. We got a call. Please. Let's go to the phone lines. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jeremiah. I like the Bible. Um, I'm calling in with what I would want to see a presidential campaign, um, what I would need to see them talk about in order to get my vote. And one thing, especially coming off the Supreme Supreme Court decision, Mm -hmm. is we need to talk about the student loans. Uh, Not only do we need to forgive the student loans currently, but we need to stop the problem at the source. We need to figure out some sort of cap on um, how much private institutions can charge or we need to go back to the federal government uh, doing a little bit more to help cover that gap. But, 
you know, I'm not one of those weirdos who even if I do end up paying all mine off, I don't want the people younger than me to suffer. So I want student loan forgiveness for myself, or unfortunately I want it, but I also want to fix the problem at the STEM and I, and I want it to be solved for generations uh, after me. So thank you. Love the show. Love you both. Bye. Appreciate ya. Then get it to the source. You got to go to the root. Mm-hmm. You got to go to the root. Well, you know what? Part of that is also having somebody who's going to put more people on the Supreme Court. Yeah. They got to stack it, baby. Might as well. The other side did. <laughs> pack the courts. Isn't that what they call it? Court packing? Yeah. Pack the courts. Yeah. Stack. No, they call it stack the courts. Oh, stack, stack the, the courts. Court. Yeah. And they have done that. And what are we doing? I'm going to run to be a Supreme Court justice. That's not a thing. (laughs) Y'all keep it like it should be, though, because you should have to be elected. Yeah. And not appointed. Correct. Gotcha. For a life, life long term. Well, actually, that's not a long time. That also should be not the thing. Like you shouldn't be able to be up there for life. Why do you get to be up there for life? I've never understood that. Who wants to do anything for life? For life? Yeah. I got to read these court documents. That's rough. And write these dissent papers. And by the time they become Supreme Court justices, they're usually like, you know, past their prime. Mm -hmm. I don't know, y'all. All All of it is messed up. Mm -hmm. But you know what's not messed up? What? This show. Because we got another hour right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we're back up in this building. Mm -hmm. Now, you know it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. So that means it's time for the word of the day. Okay, let's do it. All right. So all my people out there who like to expand your vocabulary, this one's for you. Today's word is thwart. It is a verb. Thwart. T-H-W-A-R-T. Okay. Like to, when I hear that word, like to throw a wrench in, like a monkey wrench to, to impede, to distract. <laughs> Close. I feel like it's actually like a bit more final. Okay. So thwart means to effectively oppose or prevent. Okay. So like, I feel like what you were describing is more so like something that can like derate, like derail. derail. Got you. But it is, it this is, it, it ain't stopping no show. Right. This is the one monkey stopping the show. <laughs> yes. It's the six to three majority in the Supreme Court. Yes, it is. It gotcha. is. So the Supreme the Supreme Court has effectively thwarted the advancement of mm, the effect. Well, the Supreme Court effectively thwarted Roe v. Wade. Yeah, they did. But you know what? We're still fighting. Because one monkey ain't gonna stop this show. That's that. There's a joke. And by that one monkey, I mean (laughs) Clarence Thomas. I won't go zoo. And some people are like, that's racist. And I'm like, no. He happens to be a black man, and black people oftentimes we are disgustingly uh, related to monkeys. But you know what? That would actually be a compliment for him because he doesn't even consider himself a black man. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he considers himself a goat. He's not the goat. He definitely thinks he is. <laughs> not at all. So what do we got coming up? Coming up this hour, speaking of people who are not the goats, politicians say the darndest things coming up this hour. Yes. Plus we got 60 second headlines and you got to hit us with your big up let down. We got all that coming up. That's true. 
Just want to remind you that they're trying to push fascism throughout this entire nation. Just want to remind you that I did see another black man at the Moms for Liberty conference that went down. Mm -hmm. And he was on stage saying, you know, the readings of Stalin, Mao and Hitler have been grossly misunderstood and you all should reread them. Don't I just I just felt the need to just say to y'all like, do not let it go past you all of these very public very casual references of very devilish deleterious dictators like america like fought like a whole war against these people yes and y'all be so patriotic until this time well also remember (laughs) you know america is very about like oh we're against communism we're against communism we're against communism even though ultimately a lot of these people were communists Mm -hmm. and i think that it's really scary to me how they're trying to normalize so when we talk about the gay agenda, the point of that is to normalize the reality of the fact that there are different people out here that deserve to be cared for and loved in the same way that you are. Mm-hmm. The fascist agenda is to normalize fascism and dictatorship as something that is good for you mm-hmm. when it has very effectively been shown to harm. I don't want it. I don't want it. I know that had nothing to do with what we were talking about, but it just it came to me. So I felt like I need to set it. We'll talk about it more in our group chat. We're also talking about Essence, Essence Fest. People have been saying that they feel like Essence, the brand is changing up. It's switching up. Do you feel like that's a good thing? You feel like it's a bad thing? What does the Essence brand say to you, black women out there? Because it's always been for us. But mm-hmm. how do you feel? Do you feel it still represents you? Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got uh, politicians say the darndest things and more right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Don't move. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time for... Politicians say the darndest things. Ooh, we have a a repeat offender, Amanda. (laughs) 77-year-old former president Donald J. Trump. The same one. Yep. Yep. And at a campaign rally in Anchorage, Alaska on July 9th, he had this to say, y'all. The ocean's rising over the next 300 years. That's a risk. Creates more beachfront property, actually. That's the way you have to view it. The way these people be laughing at their demise. Right, like. <laughs> what? Like the earth is, we all live on the earth. Whether you Republican, Democratic, Independent, Moderate, whatever you want to call yourself, we all live on the earth. So if it goes down, we're all going down with it. I don't know why they think they're not. Maybe they know something we don't know. Maybe they have spaceships planned, but I tell you. I don't even trust the spaceships. <sighs> I don't trust it. I just really feel like it's scary to me how these these people are so willing to be led, but then I'd be watching them documentaries about cults. And it's like, I'd really be like, y'all really, like there's just a lot of people who their time on earth they feel like is best spent following somebody else like they don't believe that their mind their autonomy Mm -hmm. is valuable well if you go pick your player pick a better player (laughs) because the one you're following ain't gonna get you too far your man said you gotta look at it as beachfront beachfront property Mm -hmm. I also read today that like meteorologists are getting like harassed for speaking about how extreme weather is affected by climate change Really? Yes. There is a black meteorologist um, in, I want to say in Virginia, who literally just quit because he just is tired of getting the hate mail and all of these like messages that are about him having to stop 
talking about climate change. His name is um, Chris Gloninger. I thought it was going to be about like him being black. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no. And then I read that apparently this is like a common thing with meteorologists over the past few years, getting harassed when they make connections and getting like threatened and death threats. Like it's the hottest day of the year because of climate change. No, no. It's not the hottest day of the year. Oh, like ever. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ever. Ever. And then you know what the next day was? Like, it was like the second highest, hottest day ever. No. What? It was the hottest day ever. Oh, because it beat the first one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was an earthquake the other day in uh, LA. You were gone. You were, you were, you were gallivanting in Mexico. Did you feel it? I was like sleep and I woke up out my sleep. I'm just like, you know what's so funny? <laughs> when, I, when it happened, I remember it was another earthquake. You were like, you have to get, you have to get under a door frame. And yeah. I was just like, Amanda was like, get under a door frame. Did I get up out that bed? No. <laughs> Jeremiah. If everybody come while I'm asleep, it's over with. Cause I, my, you are you're a terrible person with the sleep thing. Sleep now. I'm a, if I'm up and like agile, <laughs> I got you. But if I'm in the bed, baby. The dog was barking. I said, "Listen, wow, this is my time. Wow, <laughs> your survival instinct does not click mm-hmm. in if you're asleep. I'm in that bed. That's very interesting. But you I'm should... kicking the door. Though. I'm ready. Sure you are. <laughs> ready. Doesn't I'm sound ready. like it. Doesn't sound like it. Well, anywho. Hit us up, 1855-AMANDA8. That's 1855-262-6328. Just for the record, no, we don't need to look at climate change as more, as we don't need to look at the oceans rising as more beachfront property. Yes, not at all. What it actually means is that it's going to be encroaching upon our shores and there's a myriad of things that that will cause. So, happy Monday. <laughs> <laughs> we got the makeup let down and 60 second headlines when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We are we up, we up. All right, we're gonna head on out of here. How you doing, Jeremiah? You ready to go? I'm ready. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. What are some stories that we talked about today? We broke down the Supreme Court rulings that happened while we're away. So the ruling on affirmative action in colleges admissions, um, student loans, the LGBTQ rights being denied um, in by a Christian web designer in Colorado because no, stop, we have to stop calling her a web designer because she ain't never designed nothing for the web. A lady in Colorado <laughs> who hypothetically want to be a web designer, yeah, and don't want to make websites there for gay go. marriages. Talking about Threads, you know the new app by Meta passing 700 million signups, and no, we're not on it, so don't don't search this. <laughs> we're not there. Talked about Kiki and her baby daddy. And how, baby, you need to get out. Get out, leave right now. In the words of JoJo. Plus, Essence Face, you know, it's changing. Essence is changing. You want to know what are people's thoughts about that, right, Amanda? I want to know because I think that Essence has been a brand that's been around for so long. Mm -hmm. And we were talking earlier about how you feel like we're getting into a new phase of social media. We just Mm -hmm. haven't, like, seen what that is yet. Mm -hmm. I think it's similar when it comes to, like, a lot of brands, right? And we're perhaps entering into a new phase with Essence. I want to know from people, like, what do they think that is? And how do they feel like the Essence brand, do they still feel connected to it as a black woman? Do you feel like it's no longer speaking for you or did it ever? one 855 8 That's one 855 We're going to talk about it uh, in, in full on Thursday's group chat. All right. That's if you right. miss any part of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seal Show podcast available wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out my podcast, Small Doses. We actually played a, an episode last week uh, with Ayanna Presley. Yes. Uh, side effects of being a different Democrat, where I interviewed her to talk about just like what is an actual progressive Democrat? You know, we see a lot of people constantly saying, oh, it's just the same. They're, they're both cut from the same cloth. And I wanted to really get somebody in there who could 
just show the distinction between how that's not really the case. So shout out to uh, Representative Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts who took the time to talk about it and speak on her, speak her mind on what that actually means. Also, if you want to hear me speak my mind a little more about Kiki Palmer and uh, her mess with her child's father, then you can go to my Patreon, theamandaverse.com. It's the universe of Amanda. Theamandaverse.com. And uh, hopefully it'll be worth your while. It's 16 minutes of my thoughts. Okay. Yeah, I definitely didn't spare. So we have a show tomorrow, as we always do. The Big Up Let Down, 60 second headlines, plus a judge dismisses the Tulsa Race Massacre lawsuit with prejudice. And we'll tell you what that means. Also, Tracy Chapman received like a big old honor on the country billboard charts. Ooh. You got a pass, car. All that and more on Tuesdays and Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Come on now, stop playing. All right, let's go. Listen, live and learn. It's the Amanda Seals well, I mean, Show. You know, maybe if you go to the Usher concert, you can get sung too. I don't want to get sung too. I should go sing to you. He's not. I'm not famous enough. If he's sick, he's like, I'll be your guru. He's not. I am not famous enough. He's just going to be like, he, he may give me a head nod. <laughs> he may be like, oh, what up? I should let it sing the folk. Coming up Tuesday, we got more Blacker News, the Big Up Let Down, plus a judge dismisses the Tulsa Race Massacre lawsuit with prejudice. I'll explain what that means. Also, Tracy Chapman receives an incredible honor on the country billboard charts. Yep. All that's coming up on Tuesdays. The Amanda, Amanda Seal Show. show, 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 show.